welcome into episode one of the Andy Sharp Life Discography Podcast. Today we're going to be going back a little bit to my time as a young man attending Hummingbird Music Camp, which is in the Jemez Mountains, located outside of Albuquerque, New Mexico. Uh, it was a very special time for me at that point in my life. I was meeting a lot of other musicians, young musicians, whom I was being influenced by. And one of the main bands that I was introduced to at the time were the Red Hot Chili Peppers, who had just released a breakout record in 1991 called Blood Sugar Sex Magic. And on that particular record, they had a smash number one hit called Under the Bridge. And at the time, it was basically the song that all the young guitar players were trying to learn. I was a piano player, but I was certainly listening to a lot of rock, rock alternative, and kind of finding various artists that I really enjoyed. And this song in particular had a lot of influence on all of us, partially due to John Fushante's amazing guitar intro in the beginning. Also because this was really the first time the Red Hot Chili Peppers produced a song that wasn't in the vein of their funk-punk style that they were famous for in the 1980s. This was clearly an evolution of them as a band and Anthony Kiedis as a singer. Sometimes I feel like I don't have a partner Sometimes I feel like my only friend is the city I live in, the city of angels. Lonely as I am, together we cry. I was certainly evolving a bit then, making new friends. One of the new camp friends that I made at the time was a gentleman by the name of Ian Bannerman who was approximately four to five years older than I was. But we certainly hit it off right away and clicked, which was a little unusual because at the time he was a 14-year-old, what they called Stafford, which meant he did a lot of the dish work and other duties that came along with the camp versus me, who was a 10-year-old camper. But we seemed to sort of just bond over music. And he ended up becoming a big life influence on me and certainly gave a young man quite a bit of confidence, both musically, socially, and I would also say just a great person to get to know. He was also a guitar player and a bass player, very talented individual, and the music of the Red Hot Chili Peppers was certainly a huge influence on him at the time, and he introduced me to the band by letting me borrow many of the records and CDs that he had brought from home. And I had brought my boombox at the time back to camp so that I could listen to a lot of these various records. And not only was I listening to these various records on my boombox, but a lot of the older camp counselor types were learning these various songs, such as Under the Bridge, Soul to Squeeze, among others, and then they were performing them many of them being guitar players, bass players, and singers. And they would go ahead and learn these songs and then actually sing them to the campers during certain quiet times, uh, certainly during certain times in the evening, so that these songs not only were 
on my record player. When I say record player, I mean CD player. They were also being put back to us by people who were also trying to find their musical voice. And one of the things I ended up reading later on in the Anthony Kiyos autobiography, which I highly recommend anyone who's remotely at all interested about music and a crazy life, I would recommend that book. Anthony Kiedis talks about how he was actually pretty terrified to actually sing on a song before in their records in the 1980s. He mostly had done what he called scat rap, or basically rap over various bass lines that Flea would play. And Hilo Slovak at the time, who was their guitar player, would play riffs and then Anthony would just rap over them. Under the Bridge was really the first time that Anthony had ever actually tried to sing on a record before that the Red Hot Chili Rippers had recorded. Uh, and by doing so, he was really quite afraid of his own voice at the time. But I would also say that by struggling to find his voice, in terms of his singing voice, the words that he sung and the way that he sang them certainly resonated with a big generation of young musicians. Um, and by doing so, Blood Sugar Sex Magic not just became a Red Hot Chili Peppers record, but it became a mainstream record that put them really into the forefront of the alternative scene, which of course was growing more from the grunge side, but they had certainly were getting swept up by the popularity of the 90s music at the time. Fast forward a few years later, down the road, the Red Hot Chili Peppers released another groundbreaking record in 1999 called Californication. And on that record, they did a song, another slow song that I enjoy. I'm kind of on that kick today. A song called Scar Tissue. And certainly don't have as much scar tissue as Anthony Kiedis, but for some reason, uh, scar tissue as I moved away from the music camp and people as friends. And that final move came in the summer of 2000. I had decided not to go back to the music camp for the first time since I was nine years old. And it was definitely a big departure for me. But at the time, I had managed to have a lot of high school friendships grow and mature to the point where I had a very good group of friends who were not only my age and not older than me at the time, but also were much closer and much more available than seeing certain friends for only two weeks every summer. And Scar Tissue is certainly a song that I have always held in deep regard. And luckily, when I was 17, at that same summer in 2000, I was able to actually finally see the Red Hot Chili Peppers live in concert, which was certainly an experience. I had, as I recall, very poor seats. The music quality was still very good. And I managed to go with two people who I was definitely friends with in high school, one of which named Patrick Duncan, who was certainly, of all the kids I knew, he was one of the biggest music fans that I had in high school. I was fortunate to go to a private school, and a lot of kids like to spend their parents' money on various sundry things. He liked to spend his parents' money by buying more CDs than any person could ever listen to. But because of this, he was always giving me new things to listen to, which was great. Close your eyes and I'll kiss you, cause with the birds I'll share. 
Now, a quick word from our presenting sponsor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Of the Red Hot Chili Peppers helped me make friends when I was much younger, and then also helped me reinvent myself over and over again by making new friends later on in high school, who I was then able to have that shared experience of seeing this great band perform live in concert and play the songs that were such a great influence on me. And there is no substitute for seeing your favorite performers perform these songs live. And certainly, that again, this band helped me make new friends in many areas of my life. Thank you for tuning in to the Andy Sharp Life Discography Podcast. Don't forget to check out Anchor.fm, our proud presenting sponsor. See you next time.